Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how you doing on this bloody Tuesday afternoon? <laughs> it's bloody Tuesday afternoon. Bloody Tuesday. Don't be so rude. Why are you so annoyed about Tuesday for crying out loud? What's wrong with you? Oh, it's just been a long day, Pete, a long day, editing alone in a room. Oh. It can be easy to forget. I think for uh, folks that don't do YouTube, that it's a pretty laborious task sometimes making videos. I don't know why I don't have an editor. Why don't I have an editor? Pete? Yeah. Why haven't I got well, one? Because you have control issues, and <laughs> um, it's true. The, uh, I, I, um, and it's that kind of chat that really gets the fires burning inside my father, who is an ex-chemical process operator and miner. Um, when I say, "Oh, I'm tired. I had a busy day. I had a busy day editing my podcasts." Having Zoom meetings with people, and he tells me exactly where to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh man, I don't, you don't you don't have to edit your podcast, do you? Not any, not anymore. You'll be on that do. now. I mean, uh, I, I edit quite a lot of podcasts um, when 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 needed. Um, I think sometimes when you, <clears throat> I think I think that, that there is that thing of um, when you're film. It's probably similar to YouTube's as well. If you're in a situation where you are recording something yourself or recording a podcast yourself. It's kind of um, it's kind of hard. It's it's almost you almost feel like it's going to take you just as long to explain to someone an editor how <laughs> to edit the thing than actually just sitting down and doing it yourself. And that's always mm. the way I feel. Uh, and then I'm three hours in, and I'm like, I wish I'd given this to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I felt the same. Right? It's, it's hard, isn't it? Mm. Uh, yeah, definitely a control. And, and you remember you remember what took place at the YouTube filming events, and and you know mm. you going around. You remember bits of footage. You went, oh, I thought that bit went very well um, and editors won't get that because unless you unless you're really um, circumspect and um, circumspect about uh, about you know notation and, and mm, saying exactly mm. what has just been produced um, but that kind of gonzo style of the YouTube it doesn't really fit fit very well yeah, I guess, yeah, absolutely. I think I might finally have found an editor or somebody who can help me edit. I don't think I could ever completely hand over the editing of Abroad in Japan um, but he would do like you know 80% then I'd have a look over it, polish it up, or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that could be happening soon. That could be the the big oh. event of this year for me getting an editor because I've just yeah I've just spent all day editing a video on uh, Kyoto's 
beautiful townhouses, Mattia townhouses. And it's a good video. I'm pretty happy with it. But yeah, yeah. it's been a long bloody day spending <laughs> 12 hours in a room. I was really lucky the, um, through a mutual friend. Um, I know a guy who owns or like has been renovating a lot of Mattia townhouses. And he sort mm. of let me down to come and film. And um, I said... On to like I said today, Tuesday, I'll, I'll send you the video so you can just have a look, make sure I haven't slagged you off, you know. Uh, it wasn't sponsored or anything, but uh, out of courtesy, mm. I wanted to show them the video yeah. before I publish it to the world. Um, and so I had to sort of rush myself. I was a bit stupid giving myself my own deadline, and I always do that. I always <laughs> think, oh, I can edit that in an hour, no problem. And then 12 hours later, I'm rocking backwards and forth in a chair, How drinking coffee, happened? eating Kit Kats, <laughs> and a fucking wreck. Of a man, but and uh, then and then when you finish, you sort of render it out. You put it into I don't know Adobe Media Encoder or however you do it, um, and then you realise that you've misspelt a bit of <laughs> subtitling, or you've just a clip goes on for a fraction of a frame too long, and you're like, oh, piss off. You have no idea how often that has happened. Like one letter out of place, and you, oh, your heart sinks. Um, so if you're watching the Born in Japan video, ladies and gentlemen, and you notice something out of place, don't tell me. Don't message me. No. I yeah. don't want to know. Yeah. It burns. And that goes double for any podcast I edit. <laughs> well, that's a different matter, isn't it? That's different. That's, that's a different matter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, a video came out just yesterday, actually, that Riotro posted of our trip to British Hills. Um, mm. I it was, it was quite fun. British Hills. I think we talked about it already, so I don't want to go over it again. But uh, yeah, yeah. But I hadn't seen it at that point. But I, I've seen it now. Oh, uh, I very much enjoyed the cake and the roast beef you were enjoying in that big um, palatial uh, dining room and <laughs> um, and just just a lot of wood panelled walls. Just seem, they've they've gone for like a, a, a really old school Mayfair members club. That's what they've <laughs> gone for for that. But I like the idea of like kids going round and sort of having like a like an English learning experience. Yeah, it's apparently. Apparently, so British Hills is just like a. It's supposed to be like an educational place. I think it's owned by a university, but you can still go there. I didn't know you could just drop by mm. and go for coffee and crumpets and tea, and fish and chips. <laughs> if I'd known that earlier, I might have gone. Uh, and they sell Tyrrell's yeah. crisps, which are really nice. Recommend those. Only place in Japan, <laughs> I think you can get them. Um, but I was really pleasantly surprised, and it turns out quite a few. Japanese folks who are like Anglophiles who love British culture uh, or whatever mm. they'll always go there like every month they'll go up and uh, I was speaking to a guy that works there he was like we have lots of people who are quite annoying that come up and just like hang around for like weeks at a time <laughs> and everyone you either love them or hate them but uh, they never leave because they're just Angl- maniac Anglophiles but presumably they're spending money putting on the cream teas and stuff I mean there was a, there was a clip of you I presume applying cream uh, onto a cream onto a, onto a scone and um, yeah I'm, I'm not having that mate there wasn't a, a near enough bloody cream on that scone I was very upset with you I was well I was upset with Riotere because he he filmed me in one of the scenes towards the second half of the video we'd get up in the morning and have breakfast mm. and it was all the food was good the fish and chips was like the real thing the cider was great yeah. but the breakfast was a bit of a letdown it always is in Japan it's never that good and uh, he filmed me for whatever reason real true and I look like I've just come out of a cupboard like I looks like I've just been locked in a cupboard for 10 weeks and I've just sort of rolled yeah, out yeah cupboard full of uh, new romantics <laughs> It just looked awful. And then the opening of the video, I'm standing there talking next to a lovely, uh, you know, British red post box, and he just comes over and like kicks mm. me into a pile yeah. of snow. And that's what the thanks I get for helping him. <laughs> Thrown into, <laughs> tossed into a pile of snow. But um, yeah, go and check it out, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it. It's called 
I don't know what it's called, but it's got Ryotaro in it. And so it's on Ryotaro's Japan. I think it's called <laughs> Trip to the UK thing. with a Broad Japan or something ridiculous. But it's, it's good fun and mm. uh, easily yeah. the most impressive British-style place in Japan. Way more authentic than the one I went to with Joey. Um, although with the absence of <laughs> fish flop sandals. we got a story this week from the one and only Alec who says, Dear Chris and Pete, I recently discovered the podcast after first tuning back uh, in 2019 when I was planning my first ever trip to Japan. My trip was amazing. Despite only being there for a week, I managed to see Tokyo and Kyoto and have a lot of great experiences. I thought I'd share with you, though, what was the most beautiful experience that I had during my stay. My godfather, who I was travelling with, and I stopped outside... Sorry, my godfather, who I was travelling with, uh, and I stopped outside a traditional-looking soba noodle restaurant in Tokyo one night to take some pictures. The owner, a stern but inviting old lady, <laughs> promptly came out and started to convince us to come inside. Is it expensive, we asked. Yes, very expensive, she, she replied. I think <laughs> That's she not got a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think she meant good quality. She got confused. <laughs> right. Um, but I said, oh, so it costs a lot of money. No, no, very affordable, she said. She could tell she was losing us. She, so she brought out the big guns. Tom Hanks once ate here. Uh, she showed us a photo of Tom Hanks eating at a table with a bunch of old Japanese dudes. That sealed the deal. There wasn't much space, so we were sat down at one half of a small table of four. Sharing our table was an old man and a middle-aged man. And I sensed a kind of senpai-kohai relationship as the younger man was in a suit and being very respectful to the older man. The older man, we'll call him senpai, was instantly intrigued by us and started chatting to me in English. He told me a bit about his life and recommended a cold so noodle dish which was great at one point my godfather passed me some fish with his chopsticks a big no-no i learned from uh, a video from abroad in japan which made senpai and all the old women working there burst out laughing except for the owner who was thoroughly displeased anyway as senpai and his friends left i saw him hand some money over to a waitress and with my limited japanese i surmised he was paying for our drinks in true british style we quickly tried to refuse our uh, out of politeness so he came back over to the table and told me the concept of Ichigo, Ichie. He said it roughly meant one meeting, one chance. In that moment, our paths had crossed, and as they, <laughs> never, as they may never get crossed again, he wanted to impart me with a small act of kindness. I felt like bursting into tears. That was a moment of, pure, of sheer purity. Uh, we saw, ate, and did lots of amazing, amazing things during that short week, but that was my favourite experience. To finish things off, I've written... I've got, got the whole package here. To finish things off, I've written a little haiku. Um, I tried to add a rhyme to keep Chris happy. And the, hi- the haiku begins, When Chris and Pete talk, Japan entwines with my mind closer to my dream thank you guys Alec PS Google Tom Hanks or Yaji to see the photo and I did and you can see like a photo of Tom Hanks at a Sober Needle restaurant Tom it was Hanks like national news out. in 2016 <laughs> I like I like what a roller coaster this whole thing was we had Tom Hanks we had the kindness of a stranger and then we had a haiku at the end that was a tour de force Wonderful. tour de force wasn't it it really was yeah getting them all in yeah the only so, way um, it could have been better is if we'd met Tom Hanks in the Sober Needle restaurant yeah it, it, I like um, the fact that, again, it's, it's like, you know, for Tom Hanks, that would have been a Tuesday. Um, <laughs> but for, for, for that person who owned that restaurant, that's that's the day that Tom Hanks came. Um, I mean, you could Photoshop anyone in there, couldn't you, really? <laughs> Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> Jesus. Do you... Um, 
Batman. <laughs> this is just been this the is podcast. Batman visited. You you listing off names of people that can be photoshopped into a Japanese restaurant. That should just be the entire <laughs> podcast. When you brought up Benjamin Netanyahu, it reminded me of that um, that news story we read out two or three years ago when. Shinzo Abe, then Prime Minister, went to Israel mm. and Benjamin Netanyahu mm. served him like a shoe with some food in it. Do you remember that? Vaguely. <laughs> oh, yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah. That's very... Uh, yeah, they don't like shoes, do they? They don't like shoes. That's, the, that's, like, uh, that's like when Putin used to get his dog out to scare Ang- Angela Merkel. Oh, yeah. I've um, seen that video. Pathetic. Pathetic <laughs> Poor men. Poor old Angela Merkel. The pathetic men of, of the world. <laughs> I don't know. I think an uh, edible shoe could be a lot of fun under the right circumstances. Yeah. But well, I hear that's all the TV programmes are, eating shoes, eating doorknobs. Hey. Oh, Japan, Japanese television, it crazy, oh. isn't it mad? That takes me back to the video last year. Good old Japanese TV. <laughs> I, um, I'd love to hear yeah. some stories of um, if you guys have ever run into any celebrities. Have we had any? We've, we've had the guy whose dad ran into Steven Spielberg in a train. That's right, yes, in Japan, yeah, yeah. You just sort of, I guess you don't sort of, you, I mean, you wouldn't, I guess sort of gaijin sort of stick out so hard, so hard, that um, you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily differentiate that, but oh, it's just another white guy, and it's like, is that Steven Spielberg? <laughs> That's really weird. But the, but um, in a lot of bars, like when, when bands obviously play, um, you know, Osaka or Tokyo, you'll, a lot of like rock bars and stuff, they'll have those little weird um, sort of square white pieces of card that, that, that people sign. I noticed mm. when um, Joy the Anime Man and the and the Snack, what does the snack, what's their show, Snack something or other? Um, trash taste. Snack fight. Trash taste. <laughs> snack fight. Um, trash taste. Snack um, taste. They uh, went to an anime shop or a manga shop or a you know a little figurine shop. Oh dear, it's early for me. And uh, yeah, they 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 got little. Um, the 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 owner of the uh, the owner of the shop came over and got them to sign like a little a little card saying. Joy, the anime man and the team have ah. been here in the anime shop because obviously it was in Akihabara, so yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, we be we be little westerners like me, coming and going. Oh, I'm gonna buy a, I'm gonna buy a figurine with big boobies. Have a cry about it. I mean, I think I think even on trash taste they do that uh, the cardboard thing because I had to sign something for them that's in the background. Yeah, I I don't oh, know no, what they're called. Cool. Those I don't know if there's a special mm. name for them. Like in Japan, you just say sign for an autograph. You can oh, sign on the guy's mouth. Come in like autograph. Ah. I think I've only had to do it once or twice. Uh, and it just felt right. ridiculous because we went to a restaurant. I think I was with Riotaro, and he started talking to the shopkeeper, and he was like, "Well, what do you do?" And Riotaro was like, "We're YouTubers, and this is Chris, and he does this." And he's like, "Wow, famous!" And like, they were like, "Please sign this." <laughs> I didn't know who I was or what I did or anything. They were just like, "Please sign it, yeah," and they stuck it up on the wall. So there you Lovely. go. There you go. It feels very we, superficial. You should put a little map of, of of Japan where your signatures can be found. Your heat map, so to speak. I remember um, when I co-wrote a book about football with the, um, the Football Ramble podcast. Um, we obviously had to tour it and uh, and, and sell sell mm. the uh, sell copies at the actual gigs themselves. And um, yeah, like because we were just it's after the gig we do a gig everyone's a bit pissed up and and we sit there and we sign the books and stuff but what made me giggle was that I just spent all of the time just using it to pick on the other members of the ramble <laughs> by just going Marcus is a bellend Luke is a dickhead writing in people's books that people have spent 20 quid on terribly uh, disrespectful that was so <laughs> counterproductive what a I know, terrible member I know. of the football ramble <laughs> sabotaging <laughs> your own book sales Pete that is ridiculous. Lordy. I know, I know. 
I'm still waiting on my football ramble book, even though I don't know what football is. This week's news yeah. story. The, Japan, the Japanese government has started uh, vaccinating finally after a billion years of not vaccinating. I, I mean, I, I, the whole vaccine debate, I didn't know, but uh, in Japan, people really don't like vaccines, like at all. Mm. Um, there seems to be a lot of scepticism around vaccines. Now, I, a friend of mine told me why it was the other day, and I have to take it with a pinch of salt because I haven't read it up and I need to factually check it. But he said that Japan was once the cutting edge of vaccines, was always ahead of the pack, and they were always trying to develop uh, really new vaccines in different ways. Uh, but then a few of them mm. sort of backfired and they didn't work out too well in the 90s. And then that led to some highly publicised events in the media. And then everyone thought, oh, vaccines equals bad. Um, so it was mm. kind of victims of their own success. Um, but uh, now in Japan, if the uh, if you do die, if you have a vaccine, God forbid, the government will give your family forty four million yen, about four hundred thousand dollars. What do you reckon on that, Pete? Well, I mean, it's uh, like I'm trying to buy a house at the moment, and that will be really useful. But if <laughs> I have die to first. die to get it, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's it, it's it, it's not the, the most intelligent, uh, clever idea to do. But yeah, it, it's it. I, I realise like a lot of people on, um, on on Twitter and online and stuff are really sort of let's hurry up and die let's get, let's get <laughs> die but I guess there's and, and if you get maimed by it or or, or, or rendered uh, uh, unable to, to to work I, th- I think you get um, a little uh, like a lot less money but mm. look it's it's difficult isn't it it's, it's difficult when there's been such high publicised cases about about vaccines going wrong um I'd, you'd, one would argue that this is the biggest um rollout of a vaccine that's ever happened mm. uh, and if and if it was going wrong it probably would have already gone wrong because <laughs> there's just so many people taking it yeah i mean so many people have had it in fact all my family have now had it which is a weight off my shoulders hey. my mum my dad my nan my gran they've all had it uh so i'm feel Pretty damn happy about that. I, so it's a Congratulations, difficult mate. topic. Yeah, I'm pretty. Oh, I was pretty happy when, when they told me they'd done it. They'd even my dad didn't even tell me he'd had it. I was like, I've, I, oh, he's had it. So I was really bloody happy about that because he had uh, heart problems last year <laughs> and whatnot, and so that could have been a right bloody nightmare. But um, mm. it's what? Yeah, I mean, this whole vaccine thing. It surprised me how many people close to me um, are. I don't know if they're anti-vaccine, but vaccine sceptic. And that's really mm. shocked me, I guess, because I've just always been like, oh, vaccines are good. I realise that some, mm. maybe there are some vaccines that uh, have had some problems over the years, but uh, I've always, I've never really questioned it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, even Natsuki was like, what do you think of the vaccine? And I discovered that uh, vaccine in Japanese is wakachin. <laughs> wakachin. Wakachin, he was like, like a capuchin monkey. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, he was like, "Have you had the whack chin?" I was like, "What? What's that?" And I, I don't know how I've gone this long without knowing what the the, the Japanese word for uh, vaccine is. But yeah, whack chin. So I'm enjoying it, and I think it's because it comes from the German word for vaccine. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but I right, okay. um, but uh, I even see. even he was like, "Oh, are you going to get it?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Oh, I don't know." Because again, in the Japanese media, it's like, oh, very scary, the old vaccine. And I guess there's a less pressing need for it here to some extent because uh, the rate of you know deaths has been phenomenally low compared to uh, the mm. West. But again, they are trying to do the Olympics, so you think they'd be a bit more proactive. But they are starting now. Yeah, you're certainly um, up, so, aren't you? I think it started uh, on Wednesday, so onwards and upwards. Will it save the Olympics? Mm. I don't know, probably not. <laughs> 
Um, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like the Olympics is just going to be. I think. I think what will happen is all the sports folks will come, but they won't have any foreign spectators. That's my hypothesis. What yeah, I think. I think that's that's probably going to be the, the case, and and certainly that's how um, football or, or soccer has, has managed to sort of go um, thus far. So hopefully we'll be able to, uh, hopefully, just hopefully, um, we'll be able to. Uh, they'll be able to run run the run the Olympics. But if if the Japanese aren't getting vaccinated, they can't really have people from from foreign countries coming in, can you? It's going to be all sorts of complicated, but uh, we'll mm. see what happens. We'll see what happens as it progresses. Um, I just hope the day will one day come. When we can do a Brawl in Japan podcast live, as we've always dreamed, mm. or as I've always dreamed. <laughs> do, I mean, what's it like having done it for the Football Ramble? Well, as in like doing big, uh, big, big shows. Um, big well, don't do life. don't do it on FA Cup final day because people get absolutely trolled. Oh God! <laughs> I'd love to do it. I'd love to do it. We'll uh, we'll get we'll get you over. We'll get Riotto down. We'll get Natsuki down. Get a yeah. big get a big stadium. <laughs> Maybe that's a bit a bit ambitious. We'll get a shed. In Yokohama. Get one of the uh, Currican Hall. We'll do it there. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. God knows what we would do. Open to ideas. Let us know what you want to see. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick ad break, and then we're back with the fax machine. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This week at Sukarnov. On the Luke and Pete show, Luke introduced me to some bizarre animal warfare. In the 70s, there was a... <laughs> 
I can't remember to say this, but I promise you it's true. There was a war, an actual war, between rival chimpanzee clans that went on for over four years. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Abroad in Japan, Chris is facing off against a natural disaster. So the same day that I'd run out of fuel, right, I was like, well, I made it in one piece. Thank you, God. And then, and then, like, five hours later, the worst earthquake I've ever experienced. It was a 15-storey building shaking from side to side. It went on so long, I was like, this hotel's coming down, and I don't want to be in it when it does. Listen to Abroad in Japan and the Luke and Pete Show available on your favourite podcast player. All that and a whole lot more at Sukarnov. And now it's time for the fax machine. What have we got in the fax machine, Mr Donaldson? Is there anything? <laughs> Why do you find the fax machines so humorous? Uh, dear Chris Ann and Lord Pete, correct. Recently, when I was listening to the uh, podcast, there was this girl that tried to use Tinder in Japan and was met by men who tried to sell her bitcoins. I have to concur with this experience. When I was in uh, Tokyo uh, for a month in 2019, I had a really lousy match rate, as always. Oh, come on. Uh, is it Cal? 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 Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh, they were. Um, it seems that it's very uncommon for ladies to um, show their face on Tinder in Japan because they would lose their face. Uh, and B, be, uh, being Taiwanese, they were always Taiwanese and really beautiful and obviously fake ones. Sometimes uh, the women would chat for 10 to 20 replies before dropping the Bitcoin or stock scam. Very unpleasant, but quite obvious when you get used to it. Can you smell a Bitcoin uh, scam coming <laughs> early on? Oh God. Uh, I would also add that I'm not picky with who I like, but in Japan... Or at least in Tokyo, no one shows their face. There are always pictures of Disney World, food, or from abroad. Uh, then the things I can barely read in Japanese are not helping. So I was liking almost everyone. As said, before the match rate on real actual people was really low, maybe 15 in the whole month. Over half talked once or twice and never replied. Three kept talking quite long. And one even agreed to go for a coffee. We had a nice cup of coffee and food in a sober place in Ueno. Uh, though she replied always after two to three days and said that she was always busy, so I gave up on that one. I tried multiple different tactics, like in the bio. I, I, most had, I mostly had English and part in Japanese then I tried it all in Japanese then that didn't work I tried adding things that Asians like to know <laughs> good lord uh, like blood type and my Chinese sign no help there uh, on photos I uh, tried to add really finished pictures like Aurora reindeers huskies etc when that did not work uh, I changed to pictures of other countries and Tokyo at a last ditch effort I uh, even made pictures in Japanese arcade that beautify your face and nope that does not seem to work either one of those an attachment uh, enjoy uh, and keep on doing a fantastic job with the podcast and videos I mean Kale or Cal Calais um, it, it's a chilling picture uh, you have to say you're a, you're a good looking chap but that beautified picture in one of those uh, machines absolutely extremely dreadful oh, Pity Kira <laughs> if you want to ruin anything about your face in one quick way Pity Kira machines are the way to do it they just like blow your they make your skin look like just pure white they just I don't know it takes any character out of your face and makes you look a bit alien doesn't it the old pedicure machines yeah (laughs) they are fun though but they're they're only supposed to be used by young women and you really just feel weird sort of sneaking in there and taking a picture with your friends I mean it's it's not right the old the old Tinder uh, the old Tinder topic always comes up we've got another follow up story Mm. actually another Tinder story straight after this one but uh I don't know. I I've only I do know a friend who had some success in the sense that he just met lots of interesting people and got shown around Tokyo. Mm. But it can also go wrong. I remember I did try it, and you know years ago, and it didn't go anywhere. 
Um, just a few people spoke to me, but then they sort of ended. And he's right, though. Like, for some reason, people in J- like in Japan on Tinder, they don't show their face. I don't know why. Mm. Uh, but they have, like, the most weird, like, descriptions. Like, I like salmon and sea world. Like, I think that was... I, I yeah I, there was a there was one girl who was like whose description was hello my name is Yuka I like SeaWorld and fishing or something like that. it was ridiculous it was just like <laughs> SeaWorld sausages and <laughs> salmon it's all the s's just like all, all the s's all the s's it's just like beers press an effort in <laughs> bears beats what, what are you expecting though if you don't write a good bio and you don't show your face your success mm. rate what ain't gonna happen is it. I think a lot of um, well, obviously it, it is a it, it is a saving face sort of thing, but yeah, it is difficult, isn't it? It's, it's difficult to sort of um, when you feel like people are you're being watched effectively. It's kind of difficult to, uh, to to put yourself out there. But that's what internet dating is, I suppose. That's what people. That's why people get get involved. But mate, like, look to to to, to our emailer. It's just you just have to meet someone in real life, IRL, aren't you? You just gonna have to, uh, you know, um, meet someone in a bar or something. Well, real life. Well, unfortunately, Carl uh, didn't have a didn't have much success. We do have a a, a nice story here of dating that went well. Mm. Um, it's from Daniel and Ayumi. Uh, Hi, Chris and Pete. My experience with using Tinder in Japan is relatively mild, but it confirms that it is a viable way to find love as a foreigner in Japan. I had an opportunity to work in uh, Yokosuka uh, for several months in 2018, just outside of Tokyo, and I decided to give Tinder a try, not expecting anything other than maybe an awkward date or an interesting story to tell, especially given that at the time I didn't speak a word of Japanese. I ended up talking with many locals, but only ever went on dates with two. The first was a nice but eccentric woman named Kana. Uh, Unlike many Japanese, she was very outspoken and direct, and we went on a handful of dates wherein we mostly ate food, while she told me stories of her travels abroad and took innumerable selfies of us together, as if we were already a couple. She was very nice, but I felt a bit overwhelmed by her and wasn't really feeling the connection. Simultaneously, I started going on dates with another girl called Ayu. Uh, We decided to meet in Asakusa, for our first date near the Sensorji Temple, which was a mistake in hindsight. I couldn't find her for several minutes as we frantically uh, <laughs> frantically texted backwards and forwards trying to discern the other locations. And when we finally did meet, she barely spoke a word of English. We had been messaging each other in English, so I was a bit taken aback and started to assume that she had been using a translator. Uh, we awkwardly walked around the main tourist areas while I tried my best to communicate. The date was rather humdrum, and I anticipated we would stop messaging each other afterwards. To my surprise, afterwards she told me she had a good time. When I questioned whether she didn't speak much English, she told me she was shy and that she would try more. Uh, by the time we went on our second date, she was speaking English with near fluency. To make an already long story <laughs> short, we continued dating until my work trip was finished and we decided we would try to make things work. Several additional uh, work trips later and personal trips back and forth from Japan have led us to where we are now, married and soon to be living together in Yokohama. Hey. Maybe we'll see you around at your next meet-up. Cheers from Daniel and Ayumi. Hey, now that. Yay, that's story. a good news. That's a lovely good news story to end the podcast. Very enjoyable. More of the story, never <laughs> give up. Keep keep using Tinder. Yeah. Never know what Stay out happen. those blooming machines that make you look like a 
weirdo. Avoid Pirikira, <laughs> do Tinder, and live happily ever after. And hopefully we'll meet them at the yeah. Abroad Japan podcast meetup live of Super Deeper event that will happen oh, in a billion I love, years. I love that you're into this new live um, aspect to your to your career. I'm enjoying the fact that you want to do a, a live show with old Donny, you know, man in the ones and twos, little DJ set maybe. I don't know. Well, you're going to be handing like out that. the drinks in the court. You, you're going to be doing the bar. Yeah, and I'll be on the big stage oh, with with Natsuki and Riotro. Every drink, Riotro will be doing Shoe Shine <laughs> GT. It's gonna be it's gonna be an event to remember uh, in my imagination. It's gonna be great. Shoe shines and drinks. <laughs> Keep stories, questions uh, coming in to Abroad Japan Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back to do it all over again on Sunday. For now, guys, no matter where you might be. Uh, out there in the big wide world enjoy what's left of the week and keep an eye out for the Mm. video about Kyoto which should be coming out in the next few days god forbid Uh, but for now have a good one (laughs) this was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.